What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the chart-topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia every single week. Movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults, it doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. What if kittens break the clock and Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host, and today we've got a question from Stacy. Hi, my name is Stacy, and I love tigers, and I wanted to stay. Um, and I'm from Chicago also, and my What If World is What If Tigers Lost Their Stripes? Wow, what if tigers lost their stripes? Stacy, I want to thank you for being so patient, waiting to get your question answered. We have a patron who asked a question that started off the very same way. Let's hear Cece's question. Hi, my name is Cece, and, I, and I'm six, and my question is, what if tigers lost its stripes? And the fox with two tails went to Zach and Stacy's house. <laughs> and what if a cat had a unicorn horn and he the coins with triple horns? Thank you. I love what if world. I also like playing with my best down Luna. <laughs> Thank you. We love what if world. Okay. You two have both waited a long time to get your question answered. Oh yeah, but uh, Oliver and William and also Sam, they've waited a very long time to get their shout out. Oh, you're right. Thank you, Oliver, William, and Sam. Yeah, and thanks especially for choosing me to give you a shout out. I think I give the most shout outs. And so like, maybe I should just be the host of this show from now on. Fred, I appreciate your enthusiasm, but being the host is a lot of work. You have to record the show and edit it and post it. Yeah, I don't want to do all that. How about I just do the stuff that's fun for me and you do all the other work? Hmm. That's a mean suggestion. Everybody got to do their part, okay? Pipeo, thanks for coming on the show. Oh, you're welcome, Mr. Eric. I'm here to give a big thank you to Caleb and James. Whee! 
Oh yeah, Caleb just got a question answered. And we're really glad to have he and his brother James as a patron. Oh, you better believe it. Of course I believe it. That's why I'm here. And another big shout out to Titus and JJ, two of our listeners from South Korea. Oh, I hear that a very nice country. Yeah, one of my best friends lives out there. Maybe I jump in a pipe and go visit South Korea one day. Oh, I hope so, Pipeo. Please take me with you if you do. Now, let's find out what if tigers lost their stripes. And also a fox with two tails came to Zack and Zizi's house. And cats had unicorn horns and unicorns had triple horns. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a storytime podcast with your littles? Something that has some great storytelling and maybe some conversation about it? Look no further. With Storytime with Philip and Mommy, my little guy Philip and I sit down every single day and read a story together. And we, of course, want you to join us. Grab your copy of the book, sit down, let's read it, and let's talk about it. We'll learn new words, we'll learn new ideas, and then we'll learn how we can use those stories in our lives. It's a lot of fun. Classics like Little Golden Books or Bernstein Bears, all the way up through the newest phenomenons like Bluey. We talk about them and we have a lot of laughs. It's a great time and we hope that you can come and join us. So please look for us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Storytime with Philip and Mommy. Thanks so much. We'll see you there. Are you looking for a podcast that your whole family can enjoy that asks the deep philosophical questions like, do trees fart? If you are, then you'll love Tumble, a science podcast for kids. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Marshall. Join us as we explore stories of science discovery from butts to animals, dinosaurs, astronomy, and everything in between. You'll love these stories and you'll learn something new. Find and follow Tumble Science Podcast for Kids wherever you get your podcasts or at sciencepodcastforkids.com. This is no good. It's no good. Cecilia Talia was a two-tailed fox. She was running through the woods, just a few feet in front of the galloping gait of a ferocious tiger. <sighs> the tiger growled and roared, and Cecilia Talia could barely stay ahead. I'm never going to make it. Cecilia burst into a clearing and saw a house at the edge of the woods, with its door open just a crack. The tiger pounced into that same clearing, landing right on top of the two-tailed fox. But looking down at its paws, the tiger saw that the two-tailed fox was nothing but smoke in air. The illusory fox wisped through the tiger's fingers, while the real fox darted into the house, closing the door behind it with a soft click. That's tricky, fox, grumbled the tiger and stalked back into the woods. Zack and Zizi were playing in the living room of their rocket ship house when Cecilia Talia slid into their house in a panic. Um, why is a two-tailed fox in our house? asked Zack. Oh, perfect, exclaimed Zizi. We parked outside the magic wood so I could do some mythic creature watching. Zizi approached the two-tailed fox. Now tell me, are you a kitsune? 
A huli jing? Maybe a kumiho? Those are all different types of mythical foxes. The ones I know of. Well, sure, yeah. I'm the most magical fox in the whole forest. Cecilia Taylor is the name, but you can call me Two-Tail. Hi, Two-Tail. Who were you running from? Yeah, I was running from a tiger. A magic tiger? Oh, it's a right magical talking tiger. Not as magical as me, mind, but definitely one you'd want to check off your list. I don't know, tigers are dangerous. Oh no, that tiger's just grumpy. Why is he grumpy? She's a grumpy tiger because she's all covered in big black stripes. But isn't that what tigers look like? Well, of course it is. Only trouble is, her favorite color is orange and her least favorite color is black. Well, I know some basic transmutation magic. Oh, that'll be just perfect. Come on along. Would you have gone into these tiger-full woods with a two-tailed fox you'd never met? Well, I know I wouldn't, but Zizi had learned quite a few spells, and Two-Tail was such a clever and charming fox that before the children knew it, they were following her into that forest. As they were walking through the magical woods, Zack stumbled over a fallen unicorn horn. Oh, wow. I've never seen a unicorn horn this close, said Zack, forgetting he'd once had a unicorn as a pet. Cool, shouted Zizi, taking out her mythic creature book and ticking off a box. Unicorns can shed their horns when they want to grow a new one or a different one. But the old horns still hold a fair bit of magic from what I heard, said Two-Tail. You ought to hold on to that in case you ever need a little extra magic. And Zizi tucked the horn away in her wand case as they traveled deeper into the wood. After nearly an hour of wandering through the dimly lit woods, the children came upon the tiger's lair. <sighs> Fox, i get you. Wow, this tiger really wants to eat you. Oh, she and I just had a little misunderstanding. But once you take away those nasty stripes of hers, I know all will be forgiven. I'm gonna get that two-tail by the two-tail. Either way, I get to check off Talking Tiger from my list. <laughs> just keep it a little quiet. I want it to be a surprise, see? Oh, okay. Shh. Zizi took out her wand, and with a whisper of a spell, the tiger's stripes disappeared, and even its white patches turned orange, as did its nails, its nose, its tongue, and its eyes. Oops, um, I'm still learning. <laughs> no, that's perfect. She, she's gonna just love it. Are you sure? Sure as sherbet. Now let's get out of here. And Two-Tail started leading the children away from the tiger's lair. Night had fallen by the time they got back to their rocket ship house. And when Zizi went to pet Two-Tail goodnight, she saw the fox had grown a third tail. Two-Tail, you have three tails. So I do. Seems like every time I perform a very good deed, I grow another tail. Well, good night, Three-Tail. Good night, children. Thanks again for your help. And later, tucked into their beds, the kids fell asleep to the sound of a distant, low, rumbling growl. 
The next morning, the kids woke up to see a giant orange cat rolling around in the dirt in front of their house. Wow, Zizi, look at the size of that cat. That must be some kind of magical creature. I'm not so sure. It was really dark last night, but I think that's the tiger. Oh, well, she must be really happy to be all orange. And Zack ran out to introduce himself. Zack! Zizi scooped up her wand and ran after him. Hey, get away from me, cried the great big orange cat. I got tricked again by that fox. I don't understand. I thought you wanted to be a big orange cat. Oh, it looks like he tricked both of us. I'm trying to roll all of this orange off of me. It's my least favorite color. I thought it was your most favorite color. No, I always wanted to be a solid black tiger and get rid of these orange stripes. And now it's all I've got. Oh, you poor kitty. Is there anything I can do for you? Yes. Give me magic of my own so that I can finally trick that fox. Well, I have been saving this old unicorn horn for a special spell. But I could turn you your favorite color and then we could just play together all day. Yeah, we've never had a pet before, said Zack, forgetting he'd already had a pet dog, a pet bat person, a pet unicorn, and a pet rocket ship house, depending on the story. Oh, let me think. Change colors and play with a bunch of kids. Or get a unicorn horn that gives me more magical powers. Yeah, I can be orange for one more day. Well, yeah, but... Hey, you're the ones who turned me orange, remember? You owe me. Okay, okay, fine. Zizi went to the secret trunk that she hid under her bed and pulled out her prized possession, a twisty unicorn horn half as tall as her. Zizi climbed up on top of the big orange cat and held the unicorn horn firmly to its forehead with one hand while wielding her wand with great precision. Abracatatch, she cried, giving the wand a twist, and... The unicorn horn fused right to the cat's head. This feels <laughs> The cat started to grow even taller, its claws turning into hooves, the fluff on its face migrating back to its head to make a long, silky orange mane. Now the great orange cat was... A great orange unicorn! What? I'm only in my second year at the observatorium. I guess my transmutation still needs work. On the plus side, we've got a unicorn pet. We've never had a unicorn pet before. Well, they had. They had had two. Oh, it doesn't matter. I've got this big orange horn, and with its magic, I'll finally catch that fox. Okay, can you just let me down first, please? <laughs> Get off of me. Well, let me down. And the big orange unicorn bucked up high. I'll get you, said Zack, diving to catch his big sister. <laughs> And they fell in a pile of knees and elbows as the orange unicorn galloped back into the forest. Ah, are you okay, Zizi? Yeah, are you okay? Been better. The kids dusted themselves off and walked back into their house to see Two-Tail napping on their armchair. You. Me. 
You. You too. No, you played a trick on us. So I got my colours a little mixed up. You know foxes are colour blind. Oh, that makes sense. No, it doesn't. You should still know the difference between the words black and orange. Ha! Well, you're awfully clever, said Two-Tail. Although now she seemed to have four. So did you give her the unicorn horn? We sure did. Now she's a big orange unicorn, so you better watch out. <laughs> big orange. She's a big orange unicorn now. Oh, it's perfect. You wanted me to put that horn on her head? Well, of course. Why do you think I dropped it in the woods? You're not very nice. Well, neither was that tiger. You see, they're a solitary lot. Awfully territorial. And a few months back, she strolled into my forest and holed up in my favourite tree. I asked her very nicely to leave, but all she offered to do was gobble me up. Oh, I think eating someone is worse than tricking someone, ZZ. That's right. I was just protecting me home. No, you were having fun at someone else's expense. And you tricked us into doing it too. How? Well, wouldn't you do the same thing? If it was your home on the line? Um, probably. Definitely not. Well, we'll just see then, won't we? Howie House, will you show our friends to the door? Suddenly, the house pitched forward, and the back of it started lifting up, sending Zack and Zizi sliding right back out the front door. Didn't even need to use me magic to hack this house. Much nicer than me old tree, thank you. And Howie the rocket ship house took off into the air. Aren't our parents still in there? Honey, will you turn down the engine? I'm trying to read the newspaper. Honey, would you turn down the engine? I'm trying to take a bath. And hearing them, Two-Tail turned down the engines, setting the rocket ship house to hover 100 feet in the air. Thanks, honey. Thanks, honey. I think we're on our own, Zack. Well, then we've got to find that unicorn. Maybe she could fly us back up to the house. Oh, no. Oh, but with those long legs and that magic horn, she could be anywhere in that magic forest by now. Oh, there she is. She got her horn stuck about two trees in. Oh, okay, okay, good. Guys. Foolish horn is not as magical as I thought. Unicorn magic does not work out of malice. Oh, why didn't you tell me that? Malice is like my whole thing. Wow, Zizi, how do you know so much about unicorns? It's because they each owned a unicorn. Their names were Hernosity and Sir Jonathan Reinhardt Fancy Who's the Third. It was episode 38. Will you two get me out of here? Growled the orange unicorn. You know, I think we've gotten off to a bad start. The worst start. And continuation. Yes, it's basically all been bad. I'm Zizi. This is my little brother, Zach. Uh, um, I'm Stacy. Please let me out. And Zizi climbed up upon its back again. Ow, watch the mane. And used her last spark of magic to unstick the horn from the tree. I'm free. Now where's that fox? Oh, he stole our house. He's in the sky. He tricked you too, did he? Well, climb on my back and we'll go get our revenge. We don't really want revenge. We just want our house back. Fine, you'll get your house back and I'll eat the fox. Works for me, said Zack, scrambling up the orange unicorn's back. No one's eating anyone. 
But the unicorn was already galloping straight up into the sky. As they got closer to Howie the rocket ship house, a giant force field appeared around it. Force field, schmorse field, said Stacy, firing an orange jet of flame at the house. But the unicorn's beam couldn't penetrate that deflector shield. Kids, I'm not used to being a unicorn, and I don't know if I can stop galloping in the air. Oh no, we're headed right towards the force field. I'll help. Zack said, taking out his training wand. But its magic wasn't nearly strong enough. Oh, and I used up the best of my magic fusing the horn. Wait, Zack, hand me your wand and hold on tight. Zack was riding behind his big sister. He handed over his training wand and held on to her waist. I really hope this works. Zizi stuck the base of her wand and the base of Zack's wand right next to Stacy's unicorn horn. Ow! Sorry, we just need to give you a little more magic. Triplify! And suddenly, both of their wands turned into unicorn horns. Stacy was barreling straight toward the force field, but then she used her three horns to make one focused beam of bright orange light. It hit the force field just moments before they were going to gallop into it, and the shimmering shield shattered into a million pieces, raining down harmlessly over the field below. Kids, we did it! We did- Oh! But Stacy still hadn't really learned how to stop galloping. And now all three of her horns were caught in the side of the house. Uh, okay, Zack and Zizi, just go get the fox and throw him in my mouth. You know, now that I'm a horse, I, I, I don't really want to eat the fox, but I, I, I'll chew him up real good. Stacy had gotten stuck right next to a window, and Zizi pulled it open before carefully sliding her brother and herself through. Are we really gonna feed the fox to the unicorn? I think that's a little too grim for this fairy tale. Foxy tale. Whatever. They snuck out of their bedroom, but there was two tail waiting for them. Only now she had nine tails. You just couldn't leave well enough alone, could you? It was well enough. Well, you two sure ain't. Now that I've played enough tricks to get all nine of my tails back, there's no way two little kids without magic wands can- Hey, you let this fox in the house. Oh, it's a cute little fox. Let me squeeze it. Uh, excuse me. I was I was just doing a villainous monologue here. Just give me one minute. But Papa Lou had already rolled up his newspaper and was swinging it at the fox. Shoo, get out of here, you old fox, you. Oh, Papa Lou, be nice said Mamma Jamma, scooping up the nine-tailed fox in a big hug. All these extra tails make it so cuddly. Oh. Yeah, well, I'm not a cuddly cute fox. I'm a tricky mean fox. Hey, Mom, can we keep her? Yeah, Mom. Then you can cuddle her and squeeze her and give her smooches on her face all the time. Two-Tail was trying to wiggle free to use her magic, but Mamma Jamma just kept squeezing her and nuzzling her. Well, I don't know. Have you two kids ever taken care of a pet before? No. No? Well, they had so many times. And now, uh, you know, I think I'm just going to pass. Uh, go ahead and just toss me out the window. I'll be fine. Oh, uh, what a squirmy little girl. <laughs> 
ZZ got the same way as soon as she turned nine. If you're going to throw her out the window, mind aiming her towards my mouth? Well, if it isn't a three-horned orange fox-eating unicorn. <laughs> you gotta check that one off your list, ZZ. I think I'm gonna have to start a new list. So Papaloo gently steered the house back down to the ground, while Mama Jamma chased Two-Tail all over the house for more cuddles. The fox kept missing her with magic spells, and each time she did, another tail disappeared until she was back down to two. Oh, lovely. Aha! A two-tailed fox is no match for a three-horned una- Wait, wait, what am I now? The kid's wands had already turned back to normal, and now the unicorn was a cat again, albeit with a big orange horn. Okay, whatever, I can work with this. But the real unicorn horn was starting to unstick too. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. And as it fell off, Stacy's stripes started coming back. And her white fur, too. And her normal, non-orange cat eyes. There looks like we're pretty evenly matched again. We'll see about that old two-tail, said Stacy, giving the fox a wink. Hang on, do you two actually enjoy this? Well, some tigers just can't change their stripes. And some foxes can't help being tricky. Two tails sprang off towards the woods, and Stacy the tiger loped along after her. Poor things, they're just creatures of habit. Can't help themselves, said Papaloo, unfolding his newspaper and taking a seat. Oh, that fox got me all dirty. I've got to go take a bath. Oh, good thing we're not creatures of habit. You got that right, Zack. Hey, want to go try and find some more mythic creatures? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe one will be our pet. And Zack and Zizi dashed off toward the woods. The end. All right, Stacy and Cece, I hope you enjoyed your story. Folks at home, I still need your help with a quick anonymous survey. I made a great bonus episode that I'll send along to you as a reward. Just go to tinyurl.com slash whatifworld. You can click through it in a minute and then email me at whatifworldpodcast at gmail.com. We need a total of 250 responses to our survey. So the sooner you help us out with it, the sooner I'll stop yammering about it every week. I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, my mom, Donna, for being as fierce as a tiger and as kind as a mamma jamma, and all you kids at home who can play tricks and have a laugh, but never lose sight of safety, unlike a certain two-tailed fox. Until we meet again, keep wondering. For over six years, The Past and the Curious has been winning fans, sharing stories of real people from the past, and making people smile. I'm Mick Sullivan, author of I See Lincoln's Underpants, which is a book about, well, famous people's underwear. You'll find all of those stories and much, much more in the 100-plus episodes of The Past and the Curious that are currently available. Find it in all the usual podcast places. The Past and the Curious with Mick Sullivan. That's me. <laughs>